live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland. And T.J. Perry. Fourth down, here it is. Going to throw it long. That's a pick. Look at the side of the ball. Knocked down and, and Clemson will win it in overtime. 51-45. Snap good. Hold is good. And the kick is good. Trey Wolf has done it again. He gave him the lead at the end of regulation. He gives him the win in overtime. And the fans are streaming onto the field. He gets the kick on the way. Hits the upright. No good. No good with 130 remaining. And Martinez will take a knee, and that is going to do it. Your Wildcats are 3-1. and one. Cats win it 41 to 34. Snap to Brady. Brady looking, waiting, scrambles, right throws, end zone, tipped up into the air. It is incomplete. Over. It is incomplete. Devondre Campbell tipped it up into the air in the right side of the end zone. And there is your dagger. The Packers defense finally gets the stop. Waiting on the snap, takes it, looking left. He's going to fire up. He was broken up. Tip it. And intercepted by the Colts. Intercepted by the Colts. It's Rodney McLeod. Colts have it. Interception. Two seconds left. And the Colts are going to win. McKenzie is trying to get to the sideline. Has to cut it back in and is tackled in bounds with seven seconds left. Ingram the tackle. Three, two, one. It's over. It's over. It's over. You know what I did uh, Saturday night after the game? Cried? No. Uh, I was hoping you cried. I didn't hear Got any of your home. highlights in there. Yeah, I, uh, my favorite, ironic. My favorite was, uh, what the crap was that, Teddy? That was a no mama, no mama, no mama. What are we doing? Notice favorite. how we played highlights from everybody in the country, including the Kansas State broadcast, but for some unknown reason, we can't play our own. Just want to bring that yeah, up just, again. Just point that out. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. What did you do after the Would game? Would have played an Oklahoma State and Tulsa highlight if I had it. They didn't play this weekend. OSU didn't anyway. But nope, can't play our... I did see what somebody on Twitter this weekend said uh, something about ESPN Plus not letting us play highlights on our show. It isn't ESPN Plus. It isn't Plus. ESPN Plus, no. No. So stupid. Uh, no, I got home Saturday night about 1-ish. Yeah, 1 a.m. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we, we signed off at midnight-ish. Got home at 1. You know, brain's always fire. Uh, night games are hard. I can't just get in bed and go to sleep. Just your your just brain's too geared up. So I go uh, sit down on the couch, and I don't want to watch – Usually my MO there is let's go watch college football final and see what I missed around the rest of the country. Right. While OU was playing, but I was in no mood for that. I was not I don't I don't want to see 
who all I didn't want to see any more college football. And so I watched. Uh, I there was about fifteen minutes of uh, Welcome to Wrexham that I hadn't seen yet. I've been watching this uh, Ryan Reynolds, uh, Rob McElhaney bought a soccer team in uh, in Wales, mm-hmm. and they've been doing a documentary on it. And I've been taping them every week, and I, I hadn't finished the last one, so I watched the rest of that, and that wasn't enough. Like fifteen, I was like, I still can't go to bed. So I found a Jim Gaffigan special on uh, <laughs> Netflix that I haven't seen yet. I watched a Jim Gaffigan special at 2 o'clock in the morning, Saturday night, <laughs> Sunday morning, just to get my mind off of what I had witnessed on Owen Field Saturday night and go to sleep. I couldn't tell and you I, the last time I was up at 2 in the morning, much less watching uh, Jim Gaffigan. Well, I was up till about 3, 3.30 before I finally said, yeah, I think I can go to sleep now. And I slept till 10. I don't know the last time I slept till 10 a.m. That was, felt like I missed half the day by the time I got up. But, uh, yeah, that's how I, that's how I dealt with my pain and sorrow Saturday night, a little Jim Gaffigan special. He'll do it though, man. That guy's great. He's the, no, he's hilarious. Yeah. He's hilarious. I was laughing. I was LOLing by myself in the living room at 2 30, 3 o'clock in the morning, (laughs) Saturday night after an OU loss. Dad's losing it. Don't go in there. He's losing it. Good morning, everybody. It is a new day, Monday, September 26th. T-Row in the morning show time here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. We are brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. It was a bad day on Owen Field Saturday night anyway. Not all day, but Saturday night. K-State beat Oklahoma 41-34. You can tell like how used how used to beating OU Kansas State is because Wyatt Thompson's highlight at the end was like, oh hum. And so no Kansas big deal. State wins it. The Wildcats win it, folks. We'll be back right after this. Uh forty one thirty-four K State. Tulsa gave a fight down uh in the Grove, but Ole Miss beat him thirty-five twenty-seven. A lot of other interesting stuff happened on Saturday. We'll touch on it. Wild day in the NFL yesterday. How about my Colts beat the Chiefs? That made me feel a lot better yesterday, Teach. That was an ugly game, but, boy, we needed it. And we got one of everything now, a win, a loss, and a tie so far this year. And the Cowboys play tonight on Monday Night Football in New York against the undefeated Giants. So uh, there you go. That uh, lays the groundwork for what should be an interesting day or two of sports radio here in the State of Oklahoma. TJ, how are you today? I'm okay today. Doing fine. Good. Oh, yeah. That's good. Can't say the, the, the weekend was great. In fact, yeah. it was terrible. It was. I'm being honest here. The whole it, weekend? The whole weekend was just terrible. It just mm. stunk. Okay? Okay. Is it all related to the football game? Oh, or is it more no, that's that? the least of my problems with the weekend. So, oh, no, I mean, no, that that no. was, yeah, yeah. What happened? Talk to me. I'm here for I you. I had just a stressful, um, bad weekend. And then the yeah. OU game didn't help. So, yeah. I mean, it just, it's what, been a is long. Is there anything you specific um, about this? Or is it not? You know, I kind of hinted at it Friday morning. Katie's uh, mother is in the hospital. So, we've been dealing with a lot of things over the weekend and, and it's just been a stressful, uh, crazy weekend. So it was a gonna, bad is weekend. She okay? She's okay. She's okay. We're okay. still trying to figure Good. some things out, and 
there's a process that we're going to be going through for a while, but um, she's okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, right. it's just that's it. It was a terrible weekend. It was a cruddy weekend. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sorry. Then you didn't help any. Go out yep. and lose a game like that. That's Put it right. on you. Well, I take the blame. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the blame. <laughs> so I hopefully outside of the game, yours was better than mine. So we did have the situation Saturday night that that um, nobody wants to hear about. But we had a really good broadcast Saturday night. <laughs> Don't say that. No, well, we did. We we did. Everything worked smooth. I mean, just some, from, a technical, from a technical aspect. About. Yeah. It was a clean broadcast, and it was good. It was a solid, good, clean broadcast, as opposed to, like, the season opener, which was not solid and clean, and everybody was – when it was over, Drake was mad. I, I was irritated. Drake was mad up in Nebraska, remember, uh, because the highlights were peaking and couldn't figure out how to do – so – we had the situation that I've talked about on this show before where it was, you know, other than the outcome of the game, which is predominantly what we're going to talk about, other sure. than the outcome of the game, it was a good day. Like the Selman statue thing was amazing Saturday. Uh, everything went smooth. It was a very busy day. Even before kickoff, I sat down up in the booth, uh, you know, before kickoff, and I looked at Teddy and I go, I'm exhausted already. We haven't even started this game running all over campus, trying to find Patty Gasso, doing pregame shows at 2 o'clock in the afternoon with, uh, 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 what's the guy's name has a show on this station, the young kid. Uh, <laughs> Parker Thune. Uh, Parker Thune, yeah. Um, the Selman statue, all that kind of stuff. And then the broadcast was smooth and great. So I got home. Trevor had just gotten home before me. And he was in charge of, because of the Selman stuff, he was in charge of, of one of the uh, other things on campus Saturday, which was a big deal for him. You know, he's just a GA. But instead, instead of being like third or fourth in command, he was running the show because everybody else was over at the Selman situation. Ooh. And and I said, how'd it go, man? He was like, it went great. He was like, it was honestly, it was a really good day for me. I killed it today. And I was like, good for you. And we sat there for a second and I go, you know what? You are experiencing a situation I've experienced many, many times in this job. You had a good day. Everything went smooth in your job today, and you're happy about that. But, oh, you lost the football game. <laughs> right. So, so everyone in the world's miserable now after the game. So everybody, you cannot show that to anyone. You, you, everybody, you've got to be miserable with everybody else because that's miserable. I mean, you know, we want OU to win the football game too, but. It is the weirdest feeling in the world. And the opposite happens all the time, too. I mean, the, like last Saturday, for example. OU wins, great game up in Nebraska. Crappy broadcast, everybody in a bad mood, you know. So, anyway, we sat there at 1 o'clock in the morning and <laughs> I fived each other. Hugged, gave each other a hug for, <laughs> hey, at least we did, at least our parts went smooth. That's right, today, you know? that's so, right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, well, I'm sorry you had a stressful weekend. That's all right, that's all right. I, uh... I went to a high school football game for. I saw night. your picture. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was uh, crazy and a uh, little deja vuish. Uh, brought me back to uh, you know yesteryear when that was my life. But my daughter, obviously, she's been going to every Piedmont game, and she wanted to go to the game. And I was doing pretty good on my prep for Saturday. Plus, we didn't play till seven o'clock. So I was like, I want to go with you. I want to go. It's homecoming for Piedmont, and they were playing an undefeated Southeast team, 
I was like, I'm just going to check it out. And uh, I actually, my wife dropped them off, and I showed up just a little before halftime and watched the second half of the game. And I went and stood on the opposite side over by the southeast side because it was just jam-packed. I mean, there was people everywhere. There's no seats to be had. And I was just wanting to kind of go watch the scene on the other side, mm-hmm. you know, not – not be a bother. I didn't want to be over there being in my daughter's way or anything like that. So I went and stood on the other side over there. And uh, it's crazy. Just, I mean, there were thousands and thousands and thousands of people there. And I would say a good 40% of the students aren't there to watch any of the football at all. They're just walking around in packs trying to find people in the opposite sex that they can date. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. That's all they're there for, which right. that's not breaking news. That was the case when we were kids, too. But uh, it is fun to watch. It felt good. It was a beautiful night. Piedmont won the game. Uh, then I had to fight traffic on the way out, which is irritating. But, um, yeah. Anyway, that was fun. That's the end of my story. I got nothing to say. Not, nothing else to say. Yeah. Well, at least you guys won and everything. Like, yeah. um, we I got uh, one we win this dr- week. Dr- dr- uh, uh, Bronx and I had discussed for about five minutes going to the North game because Katie was working the game Friday night. We should go to the game. And then I said, "Mm, probably not the best game that we roll out to. And he goes, why? I go, my prediction is it's going to be 65 to 7. North will lose. And he goes, no way. I said, it's going to be somewhere in there. Your son's not real subtle, is he? Uh, I said, it's going to be somewhere in there. He goes, all right, we'll see. So we didn't go. And uh, it ended up being 63-7. to So I was very close in my prediction. Uh, And apparently I would have been highly annoyed had I gone, not just from the score, but I guess there's a kid on the Bixby football team that is a TikTok star and has like 1.5 million followers. And it Mm. became an issue after the game for kids from North and and Norman, like screaming like the Beatles were on the field, wanting to get onto the field to get to this TikTok kid. Who is this kid? Somebody out there tell us who the big speed. Yeah, I'm sure that. Yeah, I'm sure someone listening out there can tell us. Heck, the kid may be listening. I don't know. But Katie said she was having to like fight back like sixth and seventh graders, like trying to get onto the field, not to rush the field for a football game or anything. They wanted to get to the TikTok star. So I was like, oh, I'm glad, glad I did. Did not go a sixty-three to seven loss, and uh, kids fighting over a TikTok star would have highly annoyed my, my Friday night. Well, little-known fact: um, fifty-three last straight Bixby, wins for Bixby. How about uh, that? Yeah, I was going to say last time they lost a football game, Gary Gibbs was the head coach. <laughs> That's of the right. That is right. No, I mean a different situation, but similar. Chloe was with a friend of hers Friday night, and Piedmont was just rolling southeast. In fact, the final score was. 63 to 32. Oh, wow. Neither team could stop each other. It was 95 points scored, but it was well in hand. So midway through the fourth quarter, I text Chloe, hey, whenever you're ready to go, let me know. We'll start heading to the car. Sure. And she texted me back. The fr- Her friend that she was with was wanting to say good job to one of the boys on the football team after uh... the game. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, you know, I don't get getting the way of young love here. Whatever. I can wait it out. <laughs> So, so I'm, you know, minding my own business. I'm just kind of waiting over by the flagpole. I'll be over here whenever you guys are done. And, and uh, Uber, Dad Uber will take you guys where you need to go. And uh, so the game ends. The football team walks by to the locker room. Chloe comes and finds me, and we head to the car. And we go drop her friend off at her house and head home. And 
I said, uh, how did it go? Did uh, your friend get to see, you know, how did the conversation go with the boy or whatever? And she goes, ah, she chickened out. She couldn't do it. Wow. She never said anything to him. <laughs> I was like, well, that probably cost me like 25 minutes of my life right there. We could have been leaving a half hour ago if you had, you know. Exactly. Yeah, you can't make me wait till the end of the game and then chicken out. No, can't do so, that. Cowboy mm, Treese, I'm being told by Katie. <laughs> that's the TikToker. Cowboy Treese. Cowboy Treese. <laughs> I don't have. I don't know why I'm writing it down. I don't have TikTok. I, I don't either, so I can't look him up either. Oh, so. okay. but apparently, he's big time. All right, have we avoided the uh, subject long enough? I think so. Teach? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we could probably get a couple more segments of other <laughs> stuff, right? <laughs> Can you give a King of a Mountain update for the next two and a half hours? Yeah, we could do that. I could tell you more about the Jim Gaffigan specially. A lot of good bits in there. I watched the Elvis movie Friday night. So you know, I, I've started that. it. No spoilers. I've started it. Very interesting. I was not expecting it to be shot the way it was shot. That calms like, down a little bit, I'll tell you, because it was driving me nuts. It's uh, it's interesting. All right, break time. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. East Toby, I'm TJ. It is The Ref. This is the T-Row in the Morning Show, and this hour is brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Do a great job over there. I know firsthand. Do a great job helping you all through the Norman and Moore area with all of your <laughs> South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. I may end up there um, with cat allergies soon, but um, uh, Norman Regional doing a great job over there for us in the metro area. Um, Air Comfort Solutions text Here line. Here we go. Okay. Uh, Wait, let me put my seatbelt on real fast. Alan, who you know sent us the pictures from his trip last week, was flying back to make it to the game, says, should have stayed in France. (laughs) Sorry, Alan. Gloom, despair, and agony on me. Mm -hmm. What this texture says. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Good morning, gentlemen. Hope you both had a good night's sleep and are ready for Reaction Monday. LOL. I'm ready. I'm ready. I realize Tomorrow, Saturday. Tomorrow's the day I'm buckling up. <laughs> Tomorrow's the usually it, we've been through this before. Yep, yep. Monday is usually not a lot of fun, but Tuesday is a complete uh, dumpster fire usually. So we'll see how this week goes. I realized Saturday was a defensive theme day with the dedication of the. Uh, this says the Stepman brothers. <laughs> so there's some. There's some. There's some. Um, Corrective text that has jacked up this. I'm going to try to get through it. The Selman brothers, so something. Could have been drunk texting. It, it, this, I don't know what this word is. It, it says, the Stepman brothers, so A-Y-U-R-V-E-D-A. But, <laughs> <laughs> but did we re- agree more. But did we re- really find it necessary to bring back Alex Grinch and let him coach the defense? That's the only uh. explanation I can come up with because our defense ran right. Uh, through the backfield pass all day with skill players every play. Speed D is back, baby. Yeah, it looked familiar. That, that's so. That's what made Saturday night even worse. Too is I get done with that game and 
I'm watching the other one on GameCast, watching it play out at the end. Dad gummit if they didn't score that touchdown with a minute 13 left, and I was just so angry. Like, it yeah, just... You're like the one tonight. thing that could that could make everything feel better. Yes, is if USC would lose. <laughs> right, <laughs> Caleb Williams was having a terrible game. They were doing nothing offensively, and then just one drive at the end of the game. I'm like, goodness gracious. Uh, first, as always, OU has the best radio crew in the business. Is it possible Thank to you. sync the video and the audio in the stadium because it's oh, yes. been off oh. for all three home games? No, it was on. I, I so my. My assumption is you must be listening to a stream because the, the radio will always be delayed and there's nothing we can do about that. Yeah, you're listening to a, a web stream, which takes a while to get to your ears. If you will listen to 107.7, which is our fantastic fi- uh, friend, uh, <laughs> flagship station. Hey, don't mention them. Uh, it will be right on. The, the, the delay is off. We make sure before every game we check it. The delay is off. The very first game of the year, it took about five minutes for them to get the delay off. But since then, the delay is off, and you can listen to in real time the football game in front of you, as thousands and thousands of people do. So that's what, if you're in the stadium, you want to listen to the radio broadcast. Get yourself a little FM uh, radio. I know they're hard to find these days, but you can get them on Amazon or at a Walmart or something for 10 bucks. And, uh, listen to the radio broadcast it'll be synced up perfectly there's nothing i could do about your stream i don't know how I, you want me to sync up the football game to your stream i can't i'm not god i can't make the action on the field go slower so it matches your ear i'm not being mean just, to you i'm just saying just let's use a little slower. logic here yeah first down i have had people recommend that before my Tele- your radio is 14 seconds ahead of my television. Have you guys ever thought about delaying your call 14 seconds to make it match? <laughs> it would be really helpful. Yes, that wouldn't be confusing in the booth at all. <laughs> Trying to call a delayed game. Hang on, guys. Hang on. We still got seven more seconds before we can call this touchdown. Uh, okay, go. Dwayne and Norman, yet again, another below-average quarterback, plays the game of their life against Oklahoma's defense. History doesn't just repeat. It rhymes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song was very appropriate at the top of the hour. We will be better, boomer sooner. I don't think there was much enthusiasm behind that text. That's why I read it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought OU and Texas— Unfortunately, it's in the system. TJ's played it before. Every year he pulls out, where did, uh, yeah. I, put, where yeah, did I, I put, had a bad, bad day? day. <laughs> oh, it's in the late September uh, folder, right around Toby's birthday. That's where we usually play it. <laughs> I save it a lot for Kansas State week the last four years. Yeah. Uh, I thought OU and Texas were leaving for the SEC because of money. Now we know OU is leaving to get away from K-State, and Texas can escape KU. Mm-hmm. Possibly. I do want to talk about that at some point because I have heard that narrative a couple of times. For, one from my daughter after the game. How are we going to get, ever win a game in the SEC if we can't beat Kansas State? Uh, so later in the show, I would like to address that okay. uh, talking point. Uh, this texter says, we could have used the Selmans on the field Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no doubt Maybe about in that. current form, yes. Yeah, maybe in current form. They might have had a, a couple more tackles than... Uh, TikTok. 
Christian Kaiser is must be the uh, cowboy. What was his name? Cowboy something. Uh, rolling with it after becoming a viral TikTok sensation. This link says. What's he do? Does he dance or something? Um, or what's his? What makes him famous? Link here. Let me see here. Um, oh man, he's got a mullet like you've never seen before. Look at this kid. Is he a okay? Um, let's see here. I'm trying to scroll through the article. I'll try to look at this during the break. See what exactly what he does or why he this is the most viral. important thing today. Yes, it is. I mean, it covers up some discussion of other things. So, Martinez was on a fire Saturday night. Says Kyle from Broken Bow. Yeah, he was. Uh, might be a better question Teddy could answer, but they're bat breaker on third and 16 where we're supposed to have a spy, but the best yes. call for that situation can't be Deshaun White as a free safety 15 yards off the ball. Yes, Brent said after the yeah, game, Brent both said, to us mm-hmm. and uh, to the gathered masses, which we'll bust. play here in a little bit, that they had a spy on mm-hmm. Martinez in that play. Uh, I sat back and realized what these men have been through since November. It's going to take time. Got to sit back and let it happen. Good attitude. Uh, Alan says, sorry about the talking and texting with his Ayarovuda uh, word there. Uh, number one best thing about the SEC, no more Kansas State. You just said, said that. That's Terry and Dewey. Um, hey, quickly, uh, so you, you mentioned Alan. It reminded me. I, I got to meet Toby from the Pentagon Saturday. He yes, came by about Friday. four. Oh, awesome. Brought a hat. I got it. Now I'm an owner of a Pentagon hat now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I have figured out when I put it on my head, like, like I think it, it looks very official. Like, I think people look at that and will allow me into government buildings or open doors. You know what I mean? Like, it looks like I work for the Pentagon. Well, I I, I had a shirt. I did do that. I walked right into the stadium uh, and into the locker room uh, the other night. <laughs> Pentagon. Just point yeah. to it and go, Pentagon. I, I work at the Pentagon. Uh, he brought me some golf balls with the Pentagon on the side of it, which I don't know if I ever will use these. They're so cool looking. But great to meet Toby uh, from the Pentagon. I also had a lady who, a uh, very nice lady I've met before, who came to Balfour before the game and wanted the spotter boards. She says, I promised her the spotter boards Uh-oh. months ago Uh-oh. <laughs> for this game. <laughs> this is at 2.30 in the afternoon, granted, a good five hours or so before the game is to be played. And uh, I was like, I don't remember promising the spotter boards, but you understand I still have not used them yet for tonight's game. Like, I, this is actually something I need for the game tonight, so we will figure out the confusion and the. Quit promising people me. spotter boards. You never remember. I don't it. remember. I don't. I don't remember. Like that doesn't seem like something I would have done months in advance. But we'll figure it out. So she was not happy with me. I can tell you, TJ. She really wanted me to hand over the spotter boards before the game was played on Saturday. <laughs> I think. Uh, break time. We got a lot to cover. We'll get there. I, we got the whole Yellow Gosney review. We're going to talk all kinds of OUK State. Take our medicine this morning. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Nightmares, right? Oh, boy. 41-34 the final. Saturday night on Owen Field. 
Uh, TJ, I have in front of me the current Big 12 standings. Kansas on top at 1-0. and Oh, my goodness. What kind of bizarro nightmare world are we living in? <laughs> OU is behind Kansas. OU and Texas trail Kansas. Well, Texas, that's not that big of a deal. OU trails Kansas in the Big 12 standings. When's the last time that happened in football? Uh, in the history of never. Has to be never, the 90s, right? Never. Has to be the 90s. Uh, Kansas wins again. They are 4-0. I do have some good news for you, Teach. It was another bloodbath on the mountain yeah, this week. Yeah, I did notice that. I did, your Colts helped a lot with that. Do you think you have everyone? Do you think that email may have? Uh... Almost. Okay, okay. We we do have some picks that are missing. Another terrible have... thing for this from this weekend, so. Not an abnormal amount, so there could be some people who uh, may need to prove that they made the picks this week, but uh, not an abnormal amount, a normal number a number of attrition, normal amount of attrition. Um, but the Chiefs' loss and the Chargers' loss especially did in a whole bunch of you. So barring some um, challenges, Steve, we're down to 33 here. Left on the mountain. <laughs> wow, that's like four hundred and something gone in just After a few week weeks. Three, yeah, week three. It's been a hard. You know what? The one of the biggest culprits is people picking the last two weeks, especially against the Jacksonville Jaguars. They went out to San Diego and just obliterated. Or I'm sorry, Los Angeles and just obliterated the Chargers one week after they shut out my Colts and. I'm going to tell you right now, you need to change that strategy because Jacksonville is good. They're good, yeah. They've, they've proven that now. They are the legitimately a good team on both sides of the ball. They are doing. They're, they are the Miami Marlins of the NFL, stink for five or six years, and then go to the Super Bowl or the AFC Championship game or something. That's what They might do that this year. I mean, I don't know that they're Buffalo good, but Jacksonville's legit. So, might want to pick against somebody else this week. Or might want to pick Jacksonville. Not a lot of you have picked the Jags out there yet. Might be a good good advice. So, there you go, Teach. That's good news. We we are uh, – I will we'll wait for tonight's game, and then tomorrow we'll send out the updated King of the Mountain. But it's, it's getting uh, thin. U.S. also won the President's Cup this weekend handily for those of you – that were watching the golf out there. It was a uh, pretty dominant performance by the U.S., as it was expected to be because both teams were hurt by Liv, but the international team was devastated by uh, Liv. So uh, the U.S. rolled to a President's Cup win at Quail Hollow. All right, Teach, let's talk about the uh, game. Here's one other good thing before we get into the game. I'm going to delay talking about the game as much as possible. <laughs> the Selman statue dedication on Saturday was off the charts. I don't know if you had a chance to make it down there or Just not. Just seen the video all, and the, the pictures and everything. So I did not. I was on the other side over at the uh, Ref Army tailgate. Kudos to you folks out there 
the thousands and thousands and thousands of you that showed up. I, I've heard estimations every, anywhere from five to 10,000 people were there. And I was up on the stage, and it was there were people in all directions for almost as far as I could see. And it, it was a super, super cool uh, event. Uh, Barry Switzer spoke. Dewey and Lucia spoke. Leroy Selman Jr. spoke. And then they had all of the kids and grandkids, all the Selman family, pull the tarp off the statue. And uh, the confetti flew. And it it I, it is a good-looking statue, TJ. It was, man. I was impressed with it. It was about as good as a, of a statue as you could hope for. I know you... you yeah. Tease Dewey on it, uh, Friday about what it looked like. I think it, it might be the like, best one we got. It, I think so. Um, Bob's was pretty good, but, but this one I think is the best They're one. They're all great. Done. Yeah, yeah. This one, though, when you come around the corner, if, you don't, if you're not expecting it, like if you don't know it's there, I, I can't wait to go back when there's not like a crowd. If you're just walking down the street, you turn the corner and you look, it, you'll go, oh, like it'll scare you. Like, and it should, you know what I mean? Like it's the Selman brothers. Like, ah, look and at that! It just—they are screams, giant and menacing. It just screams football. It embodies everything that football is. It's—it's it's like a statue that belongs outside of Lambeau Field. I mean, I know historically, yeah. uh, we're, we're looking at the same thing collegiately here with uh, with Oklahoma, but it just screams like football to me. Like it just embodies it. It's great. The yeah. sculptor did great. The the uh, unveiling was great. Having the Selman family there was awesome. I that made it even like if you would have told me at four o'clock in the afternoon when that was going on, I would bet you anything. Oh, you would have shut out K State. I was like, there's no way we're giving up any points tonight with the Selmans here and all that kind of like. This is going to be the greatest defensive performance in OU history, which uh, it wasn't. So that kudos to that <laughs> the Selman. Everybody involved in the Selman statue dedication, and of course the Selmans themselves. Kudos to you. That was fantastic. And ne- if you weren't there, next time you're down on campus, game or otherwise, check it out. It's uh, on the corner of Jenkins and Brooks. It is fantastically done. Fantastic. And the, I mean, the stars rolled out. Teach Keith Jackson was there. Uh, of course, Joe Washington was there. Barry Switzer, Bob Stoops, um, Steve and Tinker Owens were both there. Uh, I'm missing people. I'm missing some. Um, I mean, it was really, really cool. Really cool. Uh, look at that, Teach. It's time for. A oh break. man, we got we got to take a break. We'll get to some text on the other side. All right, we'll get to some text, and I promise, seven o'clock hour, we're going to dice this thing up. Four zero five six five one three four three nine. If you want to text the show, we'll be back. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. Yo, yo! The show off the air today has been lit. Is that right? Did I say that right? Norman Regional brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. I have never felt so old as reading that uh, Tulsa World article on Cowboy Trees (laughs) (laughs) and his TikTok stardom. He makes more money than his coaches on his high school staff. Uh Uh, He graduates early in December 
and is moving to Nashville to live with other influencers. What have we figured out what he does? He's a dancing cowboy. Oh, okay. He uh, got famous for some cowboy dance or something, and he dances on TikTok and does dance videos, and he's like <sighs> massive, apparently. Like Morgan Wallen uses him for stuff to, to promote stuff for him, and Bailey Zimmerman, all these country stars, apparently, they're the ones getting him to move to Nashville, and he's writing songs. He might take that route and pursue that, but he's big time. And I never felt so old reading the article, like, and he was in our town Friday night. Exactly. We didn't go see him. Yeah. What was funny was there was this kid walking in our neighborhood yesterday. I'm like, look at this kid. Kid's like five, and he's carrying a phone. He's got these Apple Pods in his ears. And Katie goes, oh, no, he's such and such grade. Like, he was one of the ones trying to break through to get to the TikToker Friday night. <laughs> like, oh, jeez. Uh, Air cover solution sex line. Uh, the article talks about it too that the coaches have to like break up practices sometime and everything because there's like a crowd of people for the cowboy wanting their pictures and stuff with him. Uh, <laughs> why did they stop throwing the ball down the field in the second half? Some accurate throws by Gabriel, and then there were some that I was like, "What in the world?" Yeah. Well, I do want to talk about Dylan. He's getting quite a bit of criticism. So mm-hmm, in our mm-hmm. Yella Gosney review uh, in the seven o'clock hour, we will definitely discuss that. Oh, well, well, this is a long text. Um, okay, I'm just going to sum it up because I've gotten this call already. I've seen a couple of other texts. This is a very long text simply asking the uh, PA announcer to quit saying boomer after first downs. This person thinks that it has thrown the offense off, that they're having to wait for him to say boomer. Um, others just don't like it. So there have been a lot of complaints today about the, the, the first down boomer. Well, you, you tell me about this because – I got headphones on and I'm doing yeah. a broadcast. I was unaware it was happening. I did hear about this on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I did hear Jeff Lebby got asked about it after the game and kind of insinuated that maybe it was a problem they were going to have to talk about. I don't know. but So tell me what, what, what this so is. I watched on television Saturday night, but oh, okay. the first game – I'll admit, I'm being honest. The first game, it bothered me, and it bothered me a lot. And I, but I didn't come on and complain about it. I just thought it is what it is, you know. Just so what's he on. doing? First down, Sooners, Boomer, something like that, something along those lines. And and the crowd says Sooner or no? No, no, they don't. No. They say stop. And this is not something he's done in the past. The he's boomer never said part the or the whole thing. Part. No, he's always said first down Sooners, but he's never like done the pause and then drug out the boomer at the end the way that he's doing. And it really stood out to me um, that first game of the year, and I was like, man, that's kind of weird. And so supposedly from what I saw Saturday night, like watching on TV, I could hear it sometimes, but some people were saying it was messing with the tempo and trying to go faster, and they were having to wait for that guy and – um, so I don't know, but that's been texted in a lot, and that's been some asked of a our lot. false starts are being blamed on this. Uh, maybe some something. of that like they were yeah. hearing that and they thought it was Dylan Gabriel's voice. I, or something? I don't know. Yes, there's okay. people. Uh, yeah, uh, going that direction with it. So, hmm. um, and obviously it was to the point if the levy was asked about it that somebody thought something of it, you know, enough to ask it. So, mm-hmm. uh, let's see here. Watching our defense. Uh, watching our defense. Look at the sidelines. While K-State is already lined up and them not being set with a play before the snap was hard to watch. Mm-hmm. 
Um, this one says, I like the new tradition of the saying boomer after first down after some big plays. Hopefully this becomes a pivotal teaching opportunity for BV and we become better because of it. I wish people could get off of Gabriel. I was questioning more of the play calling than quarterback play, especially in the second half. It's like we were playing not to lose than aggressive to win. So there's a vote for the boomer. Um, okay, boomer. Used to it. It was inside 16 seconds. Chris Plank turned me on to this. Oh, this person sent me a picture of their sync radio. So um, Nice. Yeah, yeah. That, those uh, are out there. It used to be the only option if you wanted to sync something. But that's if you're, like, watching at home or something, not if you're in the stadium. Uh, a little yeah. sync up your TV, not live action this one looks like a portable one like a one that you wear on your arm like with an armband but maybe i'm just seeing the picture wrong so i don't know well i'm sure it is a portable but i'm saying it's not going to pause what you're seeing in front of oh, your own I eyes gotcha. yeah, yeah you know yeah, what i mean gotcha. like yes. it's not gonna i'm sure i'm sure you can take it wherever you want but all right break time uh next hour here we go teach let's uh put on your snorkel and your mask we're taking a deep dive into a 41 34 k-state win next it's the t-row in the morning show